One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to go through our coach's clipboard for tonight's game between the Sydney Roosters and the Melbourne Storm. Should have said the Melbourne Storm and the Sydney Roosters, of course, coming to you from Amy Park, kicking off later tonight. This one's going to be a very, very entertaining game. Obviously, the Roosters missing a host of troops from this game off the top of the dome. Suwali'i, Manu, uh, Billy Smith, uh, Daniel Tupu, Jared Rao Hargraves. Uh, a lot of players missing from this team, but the Roosters, they've got through over the last few weeks on nothing more than grit. They've been playing finals footy for, you know, six, seven weeks now. It has been insane, and you would have to think they're going to run out of gas soon. I do worry that tonight might be the night against the Melbourne Storm. Uh, But the Storm, coming off their worst performance uh, in quite some time that I can remember anyway last week, especially in a finals game, probably since the 08 grand final, to be fair. uh, They were very, very disappointing considering the side they had. I know they're going up against Brisbane, who was a good side, uh, but they just... It looked like they hadn't even trained together, the Melbourne Storm. So history tells us that when the Melbourne Storm play a bad game, they tend to back up the next week and play very well. But maybe last week is a sign of form and where the Melbourne Storm truly are. We'll have to wait and see. But it is going to be a cracker tonight. Really looking forward to it. And as we do for all of our finals games, thought I'd get stuck into Coach's Clipboard. So if you didn't tune into these last week, it's where I'm trying to get in the side, the head of the coaches, and think about what I would be preparing for that week. So I find three key things that I would be focusing on. Uh, some things, obviously, with certain teams, they do repeat over weeks. Like, for example, if you've got, if you take it on the Penrith Panthers, obviously Nathan Cleary is going to be pretty key because he is the guy that controls everything. When you take it on the Melbourne Storm, we've spoken about it all year. Nelson, Asafa Solomona, Eli Katoa, these guys are key. So there are a couple of reoccurring factors, and I think that uh, the Eli Katoa and the uh, Nelson Asafa Solomona thing. It was very evident last week that Kevin Walters and the Broncos had put a big emphasis on that. They did slow them down and look at the impact it had on the rest of the Melbourne Storm side. So there will be a couple of themes that will repeat themselves throughout the final series, especially with teams that play four games. Uh, Going to be a lot to take in. But let's start off with Trent Robinson. He goes down to Amy Park to knock over, to try and knock over Craig Bellamy and his Melbourne Storm. These are the things that I've got written down for the Sydney Roosters for coach's clipboard uh, according to Trent Robinson so the first one 
It seems very simple and I probably don't need to say it, but I just think it is more important now than ever. It's just complete high. All the all the Sydney Roosters have to do is just complete high to keep themselves in this game. I'll read you what I've got here, then I'll give you a bit of a deeper explanation. The Roosters have been playing finals footy for almost two months now and are missing players left, right and centre. It sounds so simple, but this footy side simply can't defend any more than they have to. The Roosters' biggest problem all year has been errors. They can't afford to complete at under 80% in this one. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I would be shocked uh, if the Roosters completed at anywhere near 80% throughout this season. Uh, They have been pretty bang average as far as completion rates go. You have a look at the Penrith Panthers, on the other hand, the way that they get through their sets and the way that they're just happy to turn the ball over down the other end and back in their defense. The Roosters know that they have the defense uh, to be able to win this game of football. It's just a matter matter of how much of it they have to do. Uh, This team has been playing sudden death footy for quite some time. The Melbourne Storm, I mean, they played last week and they got played off the park the week before that they didn't even have to run out they've known that they've been a top four side for quite some time so they're under a lot less pressure they're also full strength here the roosters they simply cannot afford to defend back-to-back sets and have to defend their errors like they had to do last week they need to complete high i think they need to simplify their footy a little bit i think they take their big shots when they need to but they take their big shots on fourth and fifth tackle when they are in the red zone and they're turning the ball over at that end they cannot afford to be turning ball over coming out of their own end. And I think it is something that the Roosters have tried to do recently. Obviously, bringing Sam Walker into it means you move the ball around a little bit more. But I think that you can see the way that Trent Robinson has told Victor Radley to play. He is running the football a lot more. He's not passing as much before the line. He occasionally takes Teddy with him. I think you'll see more of that in this game later tonight with Teddy. But I think you can really see that the Roosters, they have tried to simplify what they're doing. They are still taking calculated risks. There's no doubt about that. We saw uh, we saw our boy Wong throw a you know around the body flick pass to a blind Joey Manu on his inside uh, the, the, the other night. But I do think the Roosters, they just simply cannot afford to defend back-to-bat sets or more sets than the Melbourne Storm to off the back of turning over the ball. If, if you know, Husey or whoever's playing halfback, if he's out, or Cameron Munster, if they're forcing force dropout after force dropout, so be it. If you have to defend those, it is what it is, but they cannot afford to be turning the ball over and defending more than what they need to. It is going to be a big focus for the Roosters, I believe, as simple as it sounds. Uh, my next point sort of comes off the back of that, and it's control the tempo. You have arguably the most dangerous spine coming off the worst performance of their career. These boys will be hungry and ready to make amends. If the Chooks lose the first 20, they could get blown out here. Start fast and play smart as the game goes on. Slow the game down. The more unbroken play in this game, the more it suits the storm. Slow the game down. And this sort of comes back to my original point once again. I think the Roosters need to come out hard and fast. There's no doubt about that. If you let this spine get on the front foot in the first 20 minutes, they could blow them away. So you have to start fast. You have to try and silence this crowd early and really match it with Melbourne. But then once you get through that first 20-minute grind, I think I think game management's going to be really, really key. There's going to be a big test for Sam Walker and Luke Keary, especially when you lack a long kicking game. They don't have a hooker that's a, a kicker of note either. So this is where it will get really difficult. But for me, I think the longer the ball stays in play, if you can get, you know, 10, 15 minutes of extended play going on, I think this is where the Roosters could get gassed out very quickly. As we said, it's been a big few months for them. I think game management is going to be key for them. Slow the game down, put the ball into touch, get as many breathers as you possibly can, especially, you know, past that 
first 20 minutes. Everyone's going to be fresh and ready to go. But then we're going to get into that second half and fatigue's going to start to set in. And I believe fatigue is going to help the Roosters. Uh, it's going to hurt the Roosters a lot more than the Melbourne Storm. So game management is going to be key. If you're just going to kick it down the throat of Nick Nick Meany, Remus Smith, Warbrick, these kind of guys, and let them return and let there be, you know, ball in play for minutes on minutes on minutes into 10 minutes into 20 minutes, all of a sudden the Roosters, I think they will gas out. So I think they need to be really smart. It might mean you kick a little bit early. You give away 10 metres than what you'd ideally hope, but you put the ball into touch, you slow the play down, you regroup, and your forward pack gets a little bit of a breather, especially if they get injuries, HIAs like they did last week. I'm just not sure how much longer they can keep playing this absolute desperation footy. I think they need to take control of the tempo of the game and dictate terms. Our last one is the momentum men. And we spoke about it sort of earlier in the podcast. Obviously, Eli Katoa and Nelson, they're going to be so key. You saw what the Broncos did last week. If the Sydney Roosters can do the same, I give them a real sniff in this game. I'll read it to you now. Bellamy will have a plan around how to utilize Katoa and Nass. Robbo has to find how to counter this. The Roosters need to emphasize wrapping up the ball and, and putting these two on their back. They'll always bend the line. It's getting them to the ground and on their back that will matter in this one. The Broncos did this and it rattled their spine. Obviously, the spine's so important and, you know, I could have just had this as a dot point. I could have had Hughes, Munster, Grant as dot points, but I think Craig Bell, I think Trent Robinson's going to be looking a little bit deeper than that in this game. I think he's going to know that in order to beat the Melbourne Storm, you stop their momentum. The vast majority of spines, they're only as good as the platform that their forwards lay for them. And if the Roosters can really get the win over Nass and Eli Katoa, similar to what the Broncos did last week. I think that can take them a very long way in this clash. A lot easier said than done, especially when you're missing guys like Jared Rhea Hargraves and these sort of fellas. But a big test for your Wongs, your Butchers, your Lindsay Collins, your Terrell May when he comes on the field. He's obviously had a huge impact the last few weeks, but the big one for me will be Victor Radley. He needs to... He needs to control the ruck and he needs to control their defense. And we know that Radley's a specialist at this. He just needs to keep his head on a swivel and just be ready for anything. Because we know what happened with Eli Katoa last week. It all got too much for him, giving away silly penalties, coming out with poor errors. Radley cannot afford to have one of those games. The Roosters cannot afford for him to have one of those games. So a big test there, controlling that middle. That's what we think Trent Robinson will be focusing on. He'll be about completing high, controlling the tempo the longer the game goes on. Game management is going to be key. Sounds like you guys will probably have uh, more official notice when you're listening to this podcast than me. I'm obviously recording up here from Noosa, sort of on the road. Uh, But it sounds like Jerome Hughes could be ruled out. And if he is, huge advantage to the Sydney Roosters because it really does bring their game management back down to around about the same level. And uh, stopping their momentum men will also be key in this one. All right, let's have a look at Craig Bellamy, his coach's clipboard, taking on the Sydney Roosters in this one in finals week two. Our first headline, it is the Wiz Kid. With so many guys out and with so many tired bodies getting around, if the Roosters are to win, they will need something special from their young seven. Craig Bellamy always takes away your strongest asset. I have no doubt that Walker will be forced to make 25-plus tackles in this game. They will be looking to isolate him all day. And we'll talk about Sam Walker in part three of this podcast as well, so stay tuned for that coming in a few minutes. Uh, But I do think it is going to be a key thing. You look at the Melbourne Storm over the last 20 years. Whenever Craig Bellamy takes on a side, he obviously writes this 
his stuff down. He works out, okay, what's their strongest weapon? Let's take that away from them. He never allows you to beat them. Well, he very rarely allows you to beat them with plan A. Always wants you to go to plan B. Wasn't able to do it with Reese Walsh last week. The Brisbane Broncos, they came in with a plan of... Just attack in the middle, let Adam Reynolds kick, control the game with that, and then Reese Walsh, when the time comes, he'll pull the trigger. That's exactly what happened. Craig Bellamy wasn't able to counter it. In this game, I think the big focus will be on Sammy Walker, another guy that's very hard to stop. He's very unorthodox. We spoke about it in whiteboard players, but he will be a focus. I think the best way to stop him is to just try and beat and bash him. You want to force him to make 25, 30 tackles. You think back to Nathan Cleary's debut, the next big kid, the, the next big thing to make his debut, he debuts against the Melbourne Storm. I think he made 35 tackles that day. I think you'll see a very similar job done to Sam Walker in this game. A smaller body, doesn't hide away from defense, but he isn't the strongest defender. And if you can tire him out, my God, it could make life very, very difficult. Uh, new combos. This is obviously key for Craig Bellamy taking on this Roosters side. With so many guys out, there are new combinations all over the place. I'll read it to you now. The Roosters will want the Storm to get into an arm wrestle through the middle. I'd be playing a bit more expansive brand of footy and targeting the new guys and new combos on the edges. All their outside backs are out. New guys and new combos can spell big trouble for the Roosters. Playing shot-shot footy through Munster and Hughes is the way to go. I'd seriously consider a far longer off the bench for this reason. Once again, you guys would know what this team's going to look like with Jerome Hughes out. I imagine they'll move Wishy into halfback. I would love to see Farlongo uh, jump onto the bench. I think he'd be a brilliant little X-Factor guy to throw into this game, especially against the Roosters side with tired bodies. You're throwing that little bit of unpredictability into the side. I think he could really cause havoc. But I do think that the way the Melbourne Storm are going to play, I don't think they'll play their traditional through the middle. I think they will try and move the ball to the edges. Eli Katar on one side, potentially Nass on the other. I don't think they'll just play straight through the middle. I think they will try and get these big boys isolated out on the edges, and I think they'll try and create opportunities off the back of that. I wouldn't be surprised in red zone sets if it's very much so one or two to get into your set, then go shot out to the right, shot straight back to the left. I think they will really try and test the Roosters' edges. There's new combos all over the place. You've got guys like Jackson Paulo. You've got guys like Corey Allen, Paul Momorowski, these sort of guys who have been caught out many times throughout their careers, and I think this will be a big focus for the Melbourne Storm to not get into a grind. The Roosters, they are a gritty footy side. They've still got most of their four pack they had last week. Essentially, without JWH, I think that the Roosters would invite a grinding game through the middle. I think if you can move the ball around and really take them on on the edges, then back in your defense, I think you can catch the Roosters here. So that'll be my game plan. Very simple. Early in the set, then go shot, shot, both sides. Really test out these edges with a cup of with a couple of speculatory defenders on each side. New combinations, communication will be key. Now, one of the new combinations is on the right edge, and we'll talk about that now. You won't find a bigger fan, a bigger Wong fan than me, but this weekend will be a huge test for him. With Walker and a new center outside him, I would be giving Nelson or Katoa a stint on this edge. Chuck one of these big boys on that edge with Munster and Olam. Points should come. Storm's plan should be built around targeting new combos in this Roosters side. For me, the big focus would be that Sydney Roosters right edge. You've got Young Wong, who's a very good player, very talented. But we have seen in the World Cup, and even throughout this season, defensively has been caught out here and there because he is young and inexperienced. I don't think he's a bad tackler, but I think right now he's not a fantastic defender. Now, last week he was unreal. He made some big decisions, but you want to put him in decision-making situations. You know he's got Sam Walker in inside him. He'll tell you all day that he trusts him. He would not trust Sam Walker right now. He knows that against big bodies and in high pressure moments, he needs to be able to cover Sam Walker. And so he should. He's an 80 kilo 
fucking 21-year-old halfback inside him. But Wong's now lost Joey Manu outside him, who would do plenty of communication in defense. I think it'll be Paul Momorowski that'll be on that side, which really, really worries me. So all of a sudden, you've got an underweight halfback. You've got a second rower there controlling that edge, who's very inexperienced. And then a Paul Momorowski, a Paul Momorowski, or, or, or Corey Allen, whichever one you want, they don't usually defend on that that edge with those guys. It is a new combination. Uh, it's not ideal. It is far from ideal. So for me, I do think Craig Bellamy will really go at that edge. I think he'll try and get to Sam Walker as much as he possibly can. And I think he's going to try and put Wong in situations where he has to make decisions and really test him out. You know, on the other edge, there's new combinations and whatnot, but at least you've got Nat Butcher and Luke Keary out there who have defended together for a number of weeks. Nat Butcher, a pretty experienced player by now. He always sort of shows up on that edge. He'll do a lot of talking. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This right edge is what worries me. A young, young, underweight Sam Walker that they'll try and go at. An inexperienced second rower. And then a center who has had troubles before and hasn't played with these guys all that much. So a lot to test there. I think especially if it's Paul Momorowski there, I think that is something that Craig Bellamy will identify. He's obviously had Momorowski down there in Melbourne. We know he's had defensive problems, and I'm sure that Craig Bellamy will pick that very, very quickly, and I think it's a spot that he will target. So for me, Craig Bellamy, he will be targeting Sam Walker, the whiz kid. Sort of covers two points there. They'll be forcing him to get through plenty of work to try and take him out of this game. The new combinations all over the place, especially on the edges. We've said that we think the Melbourne Storm will play real shot-shot footy to either side, and I think they'll try and catch out these edges. And then, of course, in particular, that right edge where Wong is and Sam Walker, that is the spot I'd really be targeting. In particular, if Paul Momorowski's there, I think that is a spot that Craig Bellamy will really go after. I think the way the Roosters have picked their side, they don't really have much much other choice to be fair to them, but I think it has sort of laid out a game plan for Craig Bellamy, and I'm expecting the Roosters to ex- uh, the Melbourne Storm, sorry, to execute that later tonight. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.